0: Court is now in session with Carney Bulldog Hoops, and it's time for the Coach Stegeman Show. And now, here's your host, Andy Martins, and Coach Kirk Stegeman.
1: Thanks, and welcome to the post-Christmas edition special of the Coach Stegman Show. Along with Coach Stegman, I am Andy Martins. This is going to be an abbreviated version uh, due to the holiday, but we're glad to have you, and we're glad to have you, Coach. Welcome.
0: Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me.
1: We have uh, one game from this past week on the slate to talk about, and it was a big one. Uh, We previewed it on last week's show. It was the Liberty game at Liberty last Friday, Mm -hmm. and the boys came away with uh uh what I thought I was at the game, what I thought was a a complete and total gritty win um on defense and offensively both uh fifty six forty seven nine point win over the blue jays
0: mm-hmm. I thought overall you know, like you said uh it was probably our best uh overall game this season uh we talked about you know it, it seems like we're coming you know along more and more the Smithfield game we played pretty well and And now, uh, against a really good team, Liberty, uh, we played uh, both ends of the floor really well.
1: Yeah, the game by the numbers, uh, you shot 51% from the field, uh, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. You held Liberty to 40. Mm -hmm. Uh, You uh, made 14 of 26 two-pointers. You Mm -hmm. were 4 of 9 from 3 for 44% from 3. So, above your season average from 3. Yep. And I thought your shot selection from 3 was a lot better more selective for if sure that makes for sense sure. than some of the previous games you guys didn't need to chuck it up from all over the place no nope. in that game
0: well I'll, I'll give liberty a lot of credit you know they they scouted us well and they really pushed us off the three-point line um uh early in the, the the game we didn't we couldn't get open looks and you know that's one of our strengths and uh we had to adjust at halftime uh it was definitely a defensive battle in the first half and uh, you know when it was six to six at the end of the first quarter and 18 to 18 at halftime, uh, we knew we had to make some adjustments because they, they were pushing us off the three point line and they were guarding us really well. They were actually a lot more physical than we were. And that's something we talked about at halftime. And, um, the, the boys did a fantastic job in the second half. Uh, you know, when they're pushing you at the three point line, you know, we have to attack the rim. And, uh, I thought a couple of our guards did a really good job doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about that here in just a little bit when we go through individual stats, mm-hmm. but yeah, you were, uh, the, the biggest difference, I thought, in this game, besides just the completeness of the game, was you uh, you shot 64% from the free-throw line, which uh, I think was your best of the season. Yep. Now, a lot of that came in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, when Liberty had to foul. Yep. Uh, but you were able to ice that game from the free-throw line. I thought that was important.
0: Yeah, it was really—you know, the, the boys did a great job in the fourth quarter. Um, we want certain kids to shoot more free-throws than others. And, you know, our guards did a fantastic job, um, taking care of the basketball and which was, uh, Liberty had to force to foul. So, you know, we, we ended up shooting, I think 18 free throws in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. And that's a, that's a great, uh, great thing to see because that means you were up and the other team was forcing, forcing you to get the ball back. For sure. For sure. All right. So, uh. The defense, I thought in the first half, mm-hmm. like you talked about, was turned up. Uh, mm-hmm. you knew Liberty was bigger than you, yep, they had good post players. they weren't necessarily more athletic post players than we have, but mm-hmm. they had a lot of size down in the post, yep, every post pass that I saw within you know a second of the mm-hmm. ball being being thrown in there, you had at least one guard and sometimes two down there pestering those big guys mm-hmm. and forcing turnovers and making inside shots tough. I thought that game plan was fantastic.
0: Well, you know, uh, Coach Funk put a great defensive game plan together and the the, the boys followed through and um, they have two really good big guys inside, uh, especially Grant Stubbs. He's about 6'5", 6'6". And when the ball goes inside, he scores most of the time. So, we gave our guards a little bit of leeway. You know, if he's if he's dribbling multiple times that we can rip down there. And and it doesn't show up in the box score, but what Aaron Hoffman did against him and, and Eli Ersik, those guys did a great job. I mean, th- their role in that game was the reason why we won.
1: And offensively, I thought it was kind of a tale of two halves. Yes. The first half, you guys ran your offense. Mm-hmm. You looked for open shots. You got open shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second half, you really drove the ball hard yep. and drew fouls and really put the pressure on Liberty, um, both halves. Can you talk about the difference between your offensive mindset between the first yeah, half and Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, when we come out, we want to run our sets and our offenses to kind of dictate the tempo. And like I said, Liberty's guards um, did a fantastic job. You know, sometimes teams defend the three-point line, and that's what they did against us. So every time they came through screens, they were pushing us off the three-point line, kind of baiting us to drive. And you know we were settling for some jump shots. You know Brennan Watkins hit a couple really tough shots, which which helped us out. Um, but you know at halftime I knew that we had to you know kind of adjust the way we we're going to play because when you play a quality team like Liberty, if you score 18 in the second half and you score 36 points in a game, you ain't going to win. Right. So the the kids did a fantastic job. Gavin Frizzell, um I thought that I thought it was his best game he's played all season. Um, you know, growing up, he grew up in Liberty, so he had a little bit more um feel to the fire in this game, but uh he was fantastic. Brandon Watkins did a great job. Uh Decker Hansen as well. So overall I thought our guards um adjusted to what we needed to do and uh they executed really well in the second half.
1: Yeah, I think late in that game I was I was trying to pay attention. Uh, when I think it may have been Decker was shooting free throws. Mm-hmm. Uh Gavin had had pulled back uh, and was standing very near to the Liberty student yes, section, yes. and um, was having conversations with some of the kids. Not yes. not anything, you know, <laughs> negative or anything like that. But I could tell he uh, he definitely knew some of those kids over there for the sure. And
0: a you, uh, you every time he went to the free throw line, they were chanting some different things like that. So it well,
1: was, yeah, they scout you pretty well when uh, when you grow <laughs> up together. Yes. Um, so in the second half, I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, the the Stubbs, uh-huh. he, he went off in the second half. Yeah, draft. Grant's a great player. Um, they, they got the ball into him, uh-huh. and uh, he muscled his way up for a lot of points. Yep. And I think that must have been part of your game plan was once you got that lead and you knew your offense was clicking, mm-hmm. um, you didn't need to risk foul trouble and extra free throws. Mm-hmm with the clock stopped yep. so you stopped doubling the post as much as you did in the first half is that pretty accurate
0: yeah I mean when we were up 10 or 12 um, the last thing we wanted to do and we told our guards is you know when Grant when Stubbs was starting to play really well you know we were playing behind and he was catching he was making you know great moves to the rim and he was making tough shots I mean we contested almost every shot he took um, We wouldn't want our guards to dig and give up wide-open threes because that's what's going to get them back in the game as quick as possible. And I trusted when we got the ball back that we would take care of the ball and we could score on the offensive end. So it was just kind of back and forth, and and uh, it, it worked out to our advantage. And we got a couple stops here and there. But overall, I mean, i just really, really pleased that it was definitely our signature win this season.
1: And you were missing uh, a pretty key guy in your front court as well, Jacob Stevens. Yep, Jacob Uh,
0: Stevens. You know, he's been battling. He's been playing with a fractured finger, and uh, he came and just said, Coach, you know, I I don't feel I'm very effective right now. And, you know, it's just a very selfless move that he did, you know, to to sit out. And and he was sick as well, so it was (laughs) a tough week for him. Um, You know, we'll try to definitely ease him back in and— you know, when you, when you miss a week or two, it's, it's kind of tough in high school basketball. And, you know, I, I have no doubt by, by the middle of January, he'll be ready to rock and roll.
1: Now I know that that puts your bench even shorter than it already is, especially with uh, guys in your front court, Mm -hmm. uh, big guys. Uh, Do you have any, any plans or any thoughts or any, how are you moving towards getting some of your front court guys more involved um, and possibly even being able to sub in some of your underclassmen for yep. for minutes because you got you got two games in a row here coming up. That yep, we'll talk about yeah.
0: So. Uh, it it's just kind of one of those situations where when we feel the kids in def- in practice are developing, we have a couple kids that might have some opportunity to play in the near future. I just don't think in certain games they're quite ready. Um, we, you know I want to get those kids mixed in as much as possible, but you know. I think that coaches always have ki- kids they trust a little bit more and it's not to say I don't trust the other kids but I've seen what uh the what our you know our, se- our rotation of seven or eight guys can do right now so I kind of trust them a little bit more than the younger guys and you know throughout the season you know that definitely changes I know you know with Brennan Watkins last year he was a true freshman and uh early in the season he didn't play very much but by the end of the year he was our sixth guy coming off the bench
1: Is uh Jacob going to be available for the Jewel Classic, or are I believe you kind of so, playing yeah. that by ear? It's
0: it just that, you know, he he came back to practice yesterday. He's a little rusty, you know. Um, we'll kind of see, you know, how game flow goes. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to get him in the game, and we'll just kind of see how it goes. I'm not 100% sure, so.
1: Okay. Now, Gavin Frizzell, for a minute, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about his effort in that game. You said it was probably his best game of the season. Mm-hmm. He had 19, uh, and I was at the game, and, and I was trying to keep track of his points. Mm-hmm. And I knew he had 19, but I had no idea that uh, Brennan also had 19 yes, because yes. He, he went off in the first half. And he mm-hmm. kind of they kind of shut him down in the second half, mainly because Gavin just took over. But Gavin's defense in this game, I think, spurred his offense. I and mean, I think that's kind of the player that he is. Yeah, yeah. When he's playing his complete game, he's locked in and he can go. Yes. And there wasn't anybody on the court. In that second half, mm-hmm. offensively for Gavin and defensively, honestly, yeah, that could stay with him. He was a step ahead of everybody that they tried to put him put on him.
0: Yeah, well, he's been you know he's been playing varsity since the sophomore, and we know what he's capable of doing, and you know he can dictate you know both ends of the floor. When he plays that well defensively, it's always going to translate for him in offense. And the, the way he was attacking the rim, he's one of the most athletic guards we've had in a long time. And he just, you know, at times he took over that second half. And what he really does as well is creates for other teammates, you know, when he's driving and he, you know, it was, it was a three point game at the end of the third quarter and he drove and he kicked to Brennan in the corner and hit it, hit a really tough contested three, uh, to put us up six to go into the fourth quarter. I mean, just plays like that are game changers for us. And I, I was messing with him yesterday. You know, I told Kevin, you know, he's got 19. I go, you missed three th- free throws in a row, man. You could
1: have 23, 24 points. So. <laughs> I think I had think asked Nick how many he had, uh-huh. and Nick said he's got 18. Uh-huh. And then he went to the free throw line, two possessions in a row, yep. and missed three out of four. Yes. And I thought, oh. He's so
0: close to 20. Well, you know, when you play a whole game and we ask him to do as much as he's doing, sometimes your legs get a little tired. You know, there's no excuses because we always wanted to make free throws, but um one, one again, once we could play a complete full game, I think that we're going to be even better. So,
1: and I thought uh Coach Gray honestly missed out on uh either a defensive back <laughs> or a wide receiver because Gavin made Uh, Steal! Uh I can't remember exactly what what part of the game it was, but it was right in front of your bench. Uh And um, it was on a Liberty inbounds off of a made basket, I think, for us. And Gavin, out of nowhere, caught a pass before the Liberty guy (laughs) had a chance to even react to it with both hands. He didn't get one hand on it and steal it and knock it out of bounds or, you know, Uh both hands. Like he was reaching out of bounds with two toes on the (laughs) sideline. For, for a steal. I thought that was one of the best defensive positions. He, he does
0: that from time to time. You know, we'll score a basket and, you know, I'm looking at the other end and we get the ball back and it must have been Gavin gets a steal. You know, his anticipation is really, really good. And I know, you know, when, when he decided to go out for football, I was like, man, you know, they might put you at a receiver or DB. And, you know, since he played soccer, it's more of a just a position player and kicker. So, um, well, needless um, to say, he's, he's a pretty good athlete. <laughs> yeah, he is.
1: Yeah. And so Brennan. Uh, with 19 also, yep. uh, I I tweeted that out that, you know, uh, Gavin had 19 and uh-huh. that was a team high. Yep. And I'm, I apologize to Brennan for that. But I had no idea that he had scored that many, but he can score so quickly and in bunches. Absolutely. You just kind of forget. Where he's at in the game, sure. and uh, you can't do that with him.
0: Well, the nice thing with that, with Brennan, obviously, is you know he's once he gets going, he's a microwave man. He heats up really fast, and he was either seven for eight or eight for nine from the field, and he was so efficient. And you know, I I credit him because I told him when he hit the three in the corner, I said, you know, why that went in? It's because in the fall, you probably sh- shot twenty five thousand jump shots. You know, just the fact that he puts in, he puts in more time and effort and work than any guard I've ever seen, any player I've ever been around. So, um, you know that Brennan's going to get his at some point. You know, uh, he he's done a really good job getting his teammates, you know, involved as well. And you don't have to run a thousand things for him to score his points. He his points are going to come because he's such a good basketball player, such a smart basketball player. He goes to the free throw line. He was four for four from the free throw line. He doesn't miss free throws. So.
1: Good for him. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole team played well, and mm-hmm. I was really happy to walk out of that gym, <laughs> as I'm sure you were, because that was a big game yep. against a rival we had not played in quite a while. Yep. And yeah, that's that's a lot of team. Now, uh, a couple of guys got banged up in that game for sure. Uh, for sure. It was a tough win, like I said earlier. Uh, the Liberty was physical with us, and we had to be physical with them, yep. especially on the uh, on the uh, defensive rebounding end. Mm-hmm. How's everybody feeling Uh, when you're entering into a tournament? You want to have as many guys as healthy as you can because you're going to play two games in two two consecutive days. So how's Mm -hmm. everybody feeling at this point? Good, good. You know,
0: we had a practice yesterday, and it's always funny because coaches will tell you if you give them three or four days off, the first practice was pretty brutal. And, you know, we got some conditioning in because I knew we weren't going to play till the next night. Uh, So um, I, I think guys are ready to rock and roll. The the thing that I really like about this team is they're willing to compete. They're not scared of any competition. You know we've we've played quite a few 5A schools this year, and you know we could very easily be instead of four and four, or six and two, or seven and one, and things like that. So the, I think the boys are ready to roll. And you know uh, I try not to you know put too much not pressure, but you know I want Liberty North as much as anybody else. So it's going to be um, a, a really good physical game tonight as well.
1: Well, yeah, let's uh, let's preview that game. Mm-hmm. Tonight, the uh, opening night for our team, mm-hmm. uh, there were some games played last night, but for the Jewel Classic at uh, William Jewel College. Mm-hmm. 39th year for the Jewel Classic. Yep. I don't know how many years Carney's played in it, but I would imagine it's quite a few of those 39 yeah, quite years. A few. I don't know how our record is in the in the tournament, <laughs> but there are a lot of good teams Absolutely. in this tournament. Absolutely. Now, luckily, or I don't know, unluckily, I don't know how you want to look mm-hmm. at it, but we were not seated in this In this tournament as a seeded team. So we get to play the second-seeded Liberty North Eagles for a rematch on a neutral court. Mm -hmm. So my first question is to you, have you talked to Coach McCabe about the rematch at all? And on a neutral court, how many points do you think that swings things (laughs) between home
0: and neutral court? Uh, I definitely you know I communicate with Chris McCabe a lot he is to me he's one of my mentors and he's one of the best coaches in to me in Kansas City what he does with his talent you know he probably doesn't have the d1 athletes that a lot of the 5a schools have but he's done more with I don't want to say less talent but you know just skilled and kids that than any coach in Kansas City um what was the second part of the question
1: again sorry what do you think a neutral court does oh, okay. the neutral where court, yes. it, where it comes into you know average of points
0: well definitely playing at liberty north is tough and you know we we had a, a 2 point lead in the fourth quarter and we were right there and then they met, they went on a 17 to 3 run against us and put us away pretty good so i think in a neutral site you know 3 to 4 points um you know you know they they're very comfortable as we are shooting the ball in, in your home gym so it's going to be definitely a, a slobber knocker tonight so
1: all right. So, do you feel like uh now that the season's gone on a little bit more because of the way that fourth quarter went, mm-hmm. because your guys expended so much energy through three quarters of that first Liberty yep. North game, do you feel like you know this team well enough to be able to pull the reins back a little bit if you need to or to step on the gas pedal a little bit with them in the second half of this game tonight to be able to get where you need to go. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a good question. You know, we watched the film yesterday and we saw, you know, things we did well and things we, you know, can continue to get, get better at, you know, they, they dictated the tempo a little bit better than we did. And especially in the second half and they sped us up a little bit and we took quick shots and, um, you know that that was a game too. You know, we were three for 17 from twos that game, we were the 18%, and you know, we missed a lot of bunnies we should have made. And they hit some tough shots. And you know, it, I, I definitely think it's going to come down to the wire, and it, it's going to be a tough physical game. And I, I know, you know, our kids are going to be ready. Um, you know, they've wanted to play Liberty North ever since we lost that game, so uh, I, I just wanted. to. You know the kids to focus on not just always the rivalry, just doing their job on the floor. You know, doing what they need to do to be successful and for us to be successful. So uh, we we try not to 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 change too much. You know, because it's a rivalry game, but uh, at the same time, uh, I know the kids will be ready to roll.
1: So I don't want you to give too much away here, but do you do you do you want to go into this game? with the same game plan that you had before and the same game plan that's been the similar game plan? Mm-hmm. Or do you think you want to be a little more aggressive or a little more passive and just kind of feel the game out?
0: I think I think we want to dictate our tempo. We, I want, we want to run our offense and get the shots that we always want to kind of get. Um... You know, we only scored 38 points, but like I said, we've missed some bunnies, and I I think we'll we'll score a little bit more tonight. And um, there's a there's a few things that we're going to add to because they do such a great job scouting. You know, we've we've put in a couple more sets and plays that they're not going to be ready for, and um, it's 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 going to be exciting.
1: Good. Okay. Well, you you already said the team kind of has a chip on its shoulder, Mm -hmm. so I look forward to watching tonight. I hope a lot of folks in Carney. Mm-hmm. who have uh, awoken from their Christmas slumber <laughs> and gotten a lot of rest, Yes, uh, that they will bring some energy and they will come down to William Jewell. The game is at 7.30 tonight mm-hmm. uh, at Jewell. And we need you down
0: there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully, KMO Nation can get down there tonight and support the Bulldogs.
1: All right. Now, the other two teams in the bracket, if uh, we were previewing those, uh, are Park Hill, and, who is the number three seed, mm-hmm. and the center Yellow Jackets. So if we... We can pull out a win tonight. Uh, we play the winner of Park Hill and Center. Yeah. Um, how much do you know about first Park Hill?
0: Park Hill. I know Chad Jones pretty well. He's he's done a fantastic job. I think they've won district the last couple of years and 5A really tough. Um, he's a he's a real tough, gritty coach. He gets his kids to play really hard, and uh, they they like to get up and down a little bit more. Um, up and down, you know, they like to pressure the basketball a little bit more than we're kind of used to, and. Uh, KC Center the same way they got some really really good athletes and uh, it, it's going to be a tough matchup either way you know we're just trying to focus on Liberty North tonight and we'll kind of go from there
1: absolutely okay well Carney we love to see you out there tonight 730 again once again Liberty North against your Carney Bulldogs in the William Jewell Classic 39th year thanks for joining us this has been Andy Martins and Coach Kirk Stegman on the Coach Stegman Show on 102.7 KPG